0: Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, and I'm joined by Cleveland.com beat writer Paul Hoynes. Uh, we are actually in the press box at Progressive Field, uh, following the Indians' 12 to nothing victory over the White Sox. Uh, they have an off day Thursday, so I figured we record a podcast and uh, and let that sit there while while we uh, take a day off from the Indians. Uh, good way to go out, Paul. Twelve nothing. Corey Kluber pitching seven innings of shutout baseball, one hit. And uh, the the joke in the uh, post game press conference with Terry Francona was, "Hey, he's doing all right. Yeah, it looks like." Because uh, everybody's speculating after his last outing, where he gave up four runs to the to the Twins, that uh, you know something might be off. But uh, it's two outings in a row where they sort of saved his saved his pitches, saved his arms. They got right. him out of there after seven and. And everything worked out.
1: Yeah, I like the fact that he retires. What did he retire? Fourteen, thirteen, straight? 13. thirteen straight. And he said he didn't feel great while he was retiring thirteen <laughs> straight. He was still making adjustments in his delivery. I mean, right. what's going on? I mean, the, the White Sox were helpless. I mean, that's not a real good team, you know. Right. I mean, but still, they had no chance against this guy. And you know, he Corey Kluber looked like, you know, like. The last start against the Twins was, okay, everybody has a bad start, and even that wasn't a terrible start, and he could have kept pitching. Right. Uh, So uh, he looks back on course to me and uh – you know, I, I was I thought it was funny uh Rick Renteria watched him retire eleven straight well watched eleven of eleven straight of his guys go down in order
0: and then got kicked out of the game. I don't blame him. Right. He probably got tired of watching it. <laughs> and it was it was one of the most innocuous uh innocuous objections uh ejections. Jeez, innocuous ejections I've seen in, in a long time. He just sort of he walked out between innings after uh uh Jan Makata was was struck out to end an inning. Walked out there, uh, set his piece, and then <laughs> yeah. walked right back up the ramp. I,
1: I don't know if he got thrown out from when he was in the dugout. Usually, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Then they come out and, and then argue. Then they come out and argue. So maybe that—that's what happened. But geez, oh man, it's like it's not like the old days when people would kick, you know, turn their hats around, Earl Weaver and mm-hmm. Billy Martin, and yell and scream. You don't see that. Much anymore, especially with replay.
0: Well, yeah, it's exactly it. Terry Francona sort of predicted that was uh, was going to be the case once replay came in and, and was was expanded the way it has been. Uh, that you weren't going to see that that many ejections and, and fights in, in that regard uh, because there's nothing really to fight yeah, over some, when the when the is, umpires aren't know? making those calls. Uh, so the, here we are. The Indians are finishing up this stretch of games. They had 16 straight against the. Uh, American League Central, and they stand at eight and five heading into the final series this weekend against uh, Detroit here at Progressive Field. Uh, eight and five is not what you necessarily wanted, unless they can come away with three wins and and you know make it a, a, a double figure uh, um, stretch there uh, against these teams. Uh, you struggled against Minnesota for sure, and you didn't necessarily play your your best ball against. Uh, even these White Sox losing two out of four right. in in Chicago. in Chicago, yeah. So, uh, and there's still three three four games up yeah. in in the in the division. So, where does that leave them? Uh, you know, as we as we draw closer to the All Star break,
1: it just Joe, it just seems like it's a this is a team that they they no one has captured their interest yet it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like you know that that laser beam focus that you see some teams have they they haven't got that yet and right. they, they just kind of they're just kind of meandering along and uh, you know i think they know they're in a division that they can win with one hand tied behind their back and i think in a way that affects the way they play and they've got great starting pitching you know the only the only portion of this team that doesn't seem affected by it is is the starting pitching staff and I think those guys motivate themselves and compete against themselves every time out and the rest of the time they just seem to be uh, you know kind of just you know content to wander around and maybe this is second half team but that you know that's a concern for me I I think you know if if they had played better if they had they played the way we think they are as good as we think they are, I mean, they would have a 7- or 8- or 10-game lead by now.
0: Right, and and it, we did get a chance to sit down in the, uh, before today's game and talk to Chris Antonetti, and we'll, we'll get into some of that, uh, what we talked about. But one of the points that was brought up to, to Antonetti was this is a team, historically, under Terry Francona, over the last several seasons, that's been a second-half team, like you said. You know, 70 wins last year. Uh, in, in, after a certain point in, in the second half of, of, of the year, and, and that really sort of propelled them. Uh, it, it, do you get a, any sense of worry or apprehension about you know what if the what if the switch doesn't get flipped at some point? Uh, like, like you said, they could they could maintain what they're doing now and win win the AL Central without a problem. But are they going to be ready for October? if that's how they get there?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. I I mean, I think, uh, you know, eventually I think this is kind of, you know, it's, it's pretty much a veteran team now, you know, it's not, I mean, Lindor's still young, but he's been to the World Series, been, you know, to the playoffs the last two times, the same with, you know, Ramirez, uh, you know, the younger guys in this team are pretty, you know, kind of, you know, they've been tested. So, uh, you know, and I think they know what their body clock is probably telling them, okay, you know, we got a couple more weeks here, get to the all-star break. Then we get serious. I don't know. I mean, is that the way you play? Maybe you do. And, uh, you know, I think uh, the the key is for that, for that rotation to stay healthy to me. And then, you know, you take your chances in the postseason. But this <laughs> – This doesn't really look like a scary team to me for some reason. I, you know, I don't know if the opposition really feels afraid of it. And maybe, you know, maybe they kind of underestimated the twins. Maybe they've, you know, maybe they, you know, they got a little complacent against the White Sox and, and the Tigers have done a nice job. You know, I mean, the Tigers are relatively competitive. So, uh, you know, it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they play these games and and how they go into the break and how they come out of
0: it. You kind of knew that the Tigers would be a little more competitive with, with Ron Gartenhier coming in. Uh, with you know, sort of now they're moving away from some of those veteran guys and, and really going younger. Yeah, uh, especially with the Miguel Cabrera season-ending injury. Uh, it. Are, it's do you still sort of see the Twins as being the team though that's going to push the yeah. Indians here? Uh, I I don't necessarily think the the Detroit can maintain it and and hey possibly they come in here this weekend and and the Indians sort of cement that by, right. by sweeping them right out.
1: Yeah, and you know I think uh, the. The key to me is the twins offense. I think that's eventually gonna you know propel them into second place and, and and you know push push the Indians I mean they hit man they can hit they hit from top to bottom and their pitch is getting a little better if they ever get santana back uh you know that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be a good team if
0: they could just bat Eddie Rosario against the Indians <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time one through nine I think uh they they would never make an out it's uh, it's it's pretty. Pretty awesome. Okay, so we did talk to uh, uh, Chris Antonetti uh, prior to the game. Uh, just some of the highlights, anything that that stuck out to you uh, as, as, a, as a major takeaway from, from what he, he had to say.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought a, a couple things. You know, with Zimmer, uh, Bradley Zimmer, he was talking about uh, he's, he Zimmer's on the DL, got an MRI. They were waiting for the results on, on the MRI on his right shoulder. Um, and uh, I, I thought how they were talking about you know, just what kind of hitter is this guy going to be? You know, and I guess there's a lot of conversations going on. You know, mm-hmm. he struck out so much up here, and I think you know from from my from what I was able to uh, grasp from uh, what uh, you know uh, Chris Antonetti was saying that uh, you know they they've seen him, they've seen flashes of him being a good you know we know he can play defense up here. You know, he's got a great arm, he's got great speed, and we've seen you know that he can be competitive as a hitter, but in doing that, the, the big leagues adjusted to him. Mm-hmm. Now it's his turn to go down and, and adjust back and, uh, and get back to the big leagues and have success, and that's what they're trying to figure out. How does he do that? Right. And, you know, that's, that's not, there's, there's been a lot of players that they went down yeah, and, and we I, never heard it from again Exactly. In, 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 you know, when they were caught in that process.
0: I, I think of Bradley Zimmer, and I th- the thing that pops out of my mind is untapped power. Is a guy. If you've ever seen him take batting practice, you you watch. He can just launch baseballs. It, when you're that big and that long and and that strong, it, the the bat speed you can generate out on the out of the end of your bat is is incredible. I it's it, is he going to be a power hitter or is yeah. he going to be a guy who puts the ball in play and gets on base and uses that speed that he has. I uh, and maybe he's caught in between right now. That's maybe that, that that know. really what that's what Antonetti's, you know yeah. comment sort of sounded like. Yeah. Is we're either going to coach him this way or we're going to coach yeah. him this way. Right. But he's got to commit to it to get back up to the big leagues and. Who knows? Who knows if we even see him before September? Yeah, and it's that shoulder, you know, if the shoulder you know, shoulder impingement. Right. That's what he was talking oh, about. Right. That's what Salazar doing. where, where have been, we heard that Salazar's before? Salazar's
1: still out in, uh, in Goodyear, Arizona, like he's growing a beard down to his
0: well, ankles. Hey, he's been out there so I, long. I can tell you being around Bradley Zimmer in, in the clubhouse that Bradley Zimmer wants to get back to the Indians and will probably work as hard as he can to get back yeah, to the I Indians. I would think so. Or that might not be the case with some other people. Uh, what else from from Antonetti? Um, yeah,
1: I thought uh, you know, uh, you know, with uh, you know, obviously the trade deadline's coming up at the end of July, the end of August. I think uh, you know he made it clear that they're you know that they are in contention, and when they are in contention. You know, they are going to, you know, they they will try their hardest to make a move. You know, they've done it the last couple of years. You know, Jay Bruce and, and Joe Smith last year, uh, Andrew Miller the year before. So I think they're going to make moves. I think they'll make a move to to help this club either, you know, they they need to make they need to make an impact with the move, either in the bullpen or with the the bat. I think maybe in the outfield. You know, he said that they're looking for more consistency out of center field and right field. You know, they love what, uh, you know, Brantley's doing in left. So I think those are the two areas, bullpen and a bat and... you know that's what they're going to be looking for, and you know I I I would imagine I would you know I would bet that they they're going to do that. They're going to make something happen.
0: Well, one name that's off the board right now uh, via trade from Kansas City over to uh, the Washington Nationals, Kelvin Herrera. Uh, he was a guy I know you thought would have yeah. would have been the answer for this bullpen, uh, either in a setup role or or whatever role you know right. coming over. Uh, now he's uh, he's in Washington, and so you got to sort of you know check the next bo- name in the uh, right. on the list. Uh, that that one you just sort of the, the the speculation that was out there.
1: Boy, he would have he would have just would have really looked been good beautiful. out there. It would have been a great fit. Yeah. And I don't know if they wanted you know uh, Washington gave up three prospects. I don't know if the Indians wanted to give up that much for for you know a rental a guy that's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. I don't know if uh, you know. They've had trouble trading within the division. The mm-hmm. Indians, you know, since they've kind of been the dominant team the last three or four years,
0: you know, the other teams are, are, want a little more from them, and they're hesitant to trade in the well, division. Well, and, and, you know, why who, Why would the Indians want to give up, uh, say, a Francisco Mejia and have him, you know, come up and supplant, right, exactly. su- supplant Sal Perez and then just torture them for the next right. that, ten that's years? That's a good, That's yeah, so, it's a two-way sword there, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you know the one thing that Antonetti didn't do when uh, when he was asked, he was talking about the outfield, and he didn't just sit back and just sort of put his hands up and and, and gloat about uh, about picking up Brantley's option and yeah, and that I mean he, he he mentioned how pleased and happy and no no fooling you were pleased yeah, and happy with right. the way Brantley's been playing. Uh, I mean, they they pretty much look brilliant for for making yeah, and that. Yeah, they took move a really lot there. of
1: heat for that, yeah. as you know, Joe. I mean, and uh, Brantley, I think, is is a little—he's uh, smiling about that as well because he took some. You know, there was a well, lot of criticism directed. There's another him. reason
0: why Brantley's smiling because yeah, he yeah. knows next year he's going to make yeah. bank with some other team. Yeah. Uh, and you know, not that we're breaking any news there, but he's <laughs> more than likely not going to resign here.
1: Yeah, but I, and I, I thought you know there was. Uh, You know, with the bullpen and, you know, how they've remade the bullpen on the fly, which is, you know, which has been a nice job, really, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Neil Ramirez, uh, Oliver Perez, uh, they, they, um, you know, so they've done a lot of mixing and matching, they've kind of recast the bullpen, and, you know, you know, Oliver Prez is like, they signed him June 2nd. Now he's like the only lefty in the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, with Miller down and, and Tyler Olson down. And, you know, he's doing a good job. You guys like 90 years old. Yeah. And he's getting people out. And uh, so, you know, but... You, you, how long does this last? You know, you can only plug so many holes in 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 the in, in the in the bullpen in the bullpen, the hull of the bullpen.
0: How much longer before they have to go out on the road and face the NL Central as opposed to the AL yeah, Central? Exactly. Uh, it's coming up right it's, now. It's uh, coming up next week. So yeah, <laughs> clocks a ticking. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 yeah, after this weekend, they do start that nice uh, long road trip, uh, the ridiculous one where they go to yeah, St. St. Louis, Louis, Oakland, and then. Essentially, back to St. Louis when playing Kansas, yeah, Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. Good lord, they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> trying they're they're trying to run you just <laughs> out of the job, Hoynes. Either they're taking you all over the place. Um, so, I, I mean, what's the feeling right now? They're yay. They 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 swept the the White Sox, the arguably the worst team in baseball, and and they're sort of waiting for a. Detroit to come in here, I, 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 I can. Can you blame me for not getting excited about yeah, this team right yeah, now?
1: I no, I can't. But I think you can only play the teams on the schedule. Yeah. You know what their schedule says, and uh, you know they they really haven't. You know they they got they didn't play well against the Yankees in, in New York, but you know the good teams they played, they played. Decent against Houston, you know, that I think they may
0: have won the season series. Hey, let's let's go back to play the Cubs again. Uh, yeah. Hey, they ain't, they ain't lost. With it. Yeah, they, and they lost that, to the Cubs. That
1: little nine-game stretch here. So I think yeah. this is a team that, you know, like most teams, they play the level of their competition and uh, – you know and you know so we'll see how they play St. Louis is a good club Oakland is decent you know and then you go back to Kansas City which is you know obviously kind of raise the white flag if they they've already traded Herrera yeah. uh, so um uh you know it's it's going to be a it, but you you can, I think that's maybe you know you have to just Keep playing and and just keep you know keep your mind kind of you're not going to win them all but as long as you keep your nose above water and you, you you get into the you know the home stretch of the season then then you maybe turn it on I guess but they haven't had that you know last two years what they've had the 14 game winning streak and the, and what the 22 game winning streak. we haven't seen that and I don't know if this team can do that well you
0: know to to be fair those were you know the the 14 game win streak in 2016 was around the, the wasn't later in the year, Fourth yeah, uh, of July holiday. I think it, it was, was around the Fourth of July holiday. Yeah, yeah and uh, and the twenty-two game streak obviously was in August. So right. so, so we're we we'll, we'll get there. Uh, maybe maybe we'll see them put together something. Hey, Jason Kipnis hit uh, two home runs in the last three games. Uh, I'm also not excited about that. Hopefully, I guess. he's coming around. I, you know, every time he hits a home run, we <laughs> ask Terry Francona, <laughs> he says, "Yeah, maybe this will be the one that gets yeah, him going." Yeah. And then and then. And then I mean, he has taken some better swings. I mean, this guy's—he's hitting
1: a lot of bad luck. I mean, you could see him like he'd like to bite the bat in half the, yeah. half the time. You know, he, and there's—you know—there's just—you uh, know—that th- air of frustration has to be so great. You know, like yeah. two—and this is like two and a half months. He's never been this had this kind of—you know—like uh, he's never been this bad for this long. I mean, right. it, it's hard to do and. Uh, so there's got to be better things to come for him, you would you would imagine. And I, you know, and you know, the question to me, Joe, is like, how long does uh, uh, Francona stay with him, You know, you know, that's the, uh, you know, you've got you know, an interesting kid in, in uh, Eric Gonzalez, um, you know, and do you do you start platooning him at second base? Or I mean, if I, he now if he comes around, okay, great, no problem.
0: I think he's got until the trade deadline and yeah, I, I think they think. go and they get a uh, third baseman, and they they get a bat at third Ma- base, maybe move, mis, move maybe Moustakas, yeah. something like that. Ramirez goes over to second, and Kipnis sees the end of the bench. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, that's... Yeah,
1: that's a lot of money to be sitting on the end the, of the bench. The,
0: the two, yeah, the, uh, the two names that sort of stand out right now that sort of need to be moved to make space and, and get... A spark going on this team, or Josh Tomlin and Jason yeah. Kipnis. I, I think if you weren't so loyal to a fault with yeah. with some of these guys, I think that now again Kipnis making the, the yeah. money that he does, that that sort of complicates things. And but Tomlin's at
1: the back end of the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been. I mean, he's been
0: okay. Uh, hey, he almost screwed up that shutout today. I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I, I was this close, Weinsey. All right, uh, you know, I, I, we will, uh, we'll head back at it uh, again next week. I think uh, I'm going to be on the road. Uh, uh, we're both going to be on the road next yeah. week, so uh, we, might, we might have to skip a podcast next week, but maybe we'll figure something out. I don't know. All right. Uh, but, again, uh, until next time, uh, we'll talk to you later on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast.